May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. In both our readings today, we are reminded that it is not your title, your description, your nationality, your ethnicity that determines who you are and how you live in God's word. So we have Amos saying to Amaziah, you know what? I'm not even a prophet. I'm not even the child of a prophet. But God pulled me off the farm and told me his prophets are not doing their work. I need you to come and prophesy to Israel. So he's basically saying to Amaziah, if you were doing your job, I wouldn't be here. But you have decided that you are not indeed a prophet of God. You have decided that you are the prophet of the king. The very fact that you call this sanctuary the sanctuary of the king and call the temple the temple of the kingdom when you above all should know that it is the sanctuary and temple of God, not of any ruler, not of any nation, but by saying that you see this as the temple of the king, you have made it clear why God had to call me from my real job to come and cover for you, in fact. That God has been paying attention to what his people Israel are doing in the world and to one another. And God has seen that it is a time of injustice and oppression, that the widows and the orphans are being left to starve, that the stranger in your midst is being treated as someone who you have no responsibility for, that the rulers and those in power are living off the fat of the land while the people suffer. And you, you prophets who are meant to have been called by God and who are meant to answer only to God for your messages, have decided that you prefer the company of the rich and powerful and are therefore going to prophesy on their behalf rather than the word of God. And therefore, God had no choice but to call me someone who is not a prophet, someone who is not even the child of a prophet. But God so still loves Israel that God has called me to warn Israel that it is veering 
from God's path. And again, in our gospel, we have the priests and the Levite who one would think know the commandments of God and know that God has elevated care of the neighbor, love for those in trouble over any kind of structured responsibility. And yet, they seem to have forgotten that. And in their rush to get to temple and not be late for the noon service, walk past someone suffering. Don't just walk past, but actually cross to the other side of the road so that they will not be impacted in any way by this man's suffering. And who is the one who stops? It is one who comes from a group that the Israelites of that time despised, who would have nothing to do with Samaritans. And yet, it is the Samaritan who remembers God's command to take care of those who suffer, who stops and sees him with pity and takes care of him. And so our readings are reminding us that it's not what you are called, it's not how you are designated by the world, it's not your title that determines whether or not you live into God's law. It is your decision whether you listen to the word of God or we decide that we know which side our bread is buttered and we are going to stick with that place of comfort. And then if we flip this story around a little bit, it is saying that it is not that you are the one who suffers that calls you into sympathy with the suffering. It is not that you are the one who is oppressed that calls you to speak out against oppression. It is not that you are given the title prophet, priest, leader that determines whether or not you can prophesy, preach, and lead. That in fact, this, these readings are saying to us that we are called to hear God's word and live into that word no matter who we are. Our readings are saying to us, you don't have to be a person of color in the United States 
to be concerned about the injustice that people of color experience daily. You don't have to be a poor person in this country to recognize that our system is set up against the poor. You don't have to be gay or lesbian to be horrified by the levels of homophobic phobic anger and injustice. You don't have to be an immigrant to recognize that what is going on at our southern borders is a sin and indeed an abomination and blasphemous in the eyes of God. That we are called from our farms, from our classrooms, from our pulpits, from our offices to be those who prophesy against injustice and oppression wherever we see it. And we as a congregation here at All Souls have said that our guiding principle is the principle of Konania, the principle of community in the Holy Spirit that calls us, therefore, to be at the forefront, to be Amos in this world, saying, I might not be a prophet. I might not even be the child of a prophet. But God has called me. God has called me out of my daily life, out of my place of comfort, to speak out against the evil and injustice that I see. That God has called me, has called me from my rush to church or my hurry to work to pay attention to the person lying on the side of the road, hurt and hungry. That we as a congregation have said, this is who we are. This is who God has called us to be. To be God's prophets, to be God's Samaritans in a world of injustice, in a world where children are pulled from their parents, in a world where people justify evil because it is the law. We have been called to be Amos. We are called to be Samaritans. Amen. <laughs>